0: Hello, hello, friends. Gina Scalpone here. Welcome to my weekly Ask Me Anything show. You have questions and I have answers. I put a fun filter on before I went live and it has a little bit of sparkle on all the things that are sparkly on me, including my headset. So, hopefully it won't distract you. I thought I'd just play around a little bit. I thought it'd be so much fun. Today, I'm going to be coaching a stylist. She wants to know about pricing her services, and marketing herself online. So when you are here, my friend, wait, 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 pull up my notes, pull up my notes. Where's my, okay. So when you are here, my friend Cherie, let me know and I'm gonna pull you on camera. You can just request to, to come on camera and I'll pull you on. And her question is, or her statement is, I need help with pricing and marketing on social. If you're here live and you can relate to this, can you put heck yes in the comments? She said, for example, how to know what to charge for a color service as well for braids and natural style. And how to market yourself to advance as a stylist. So, Cherie, when you are here, let me know. I'm going to bring you live. I'm going to bring you on camera. We're going to talk about marketing yourself online. We are going to talk about pricing uh, your services, what's fair, What what what's too much, what's too little, how in regards to pricing, how often you should show up on social, what platforms you should show up on, what's a good idea, what's a good cadence, what are good topics to talk about. Oh my goodness! All this stuff can seem so overwhelming sometimes, but let me break it down for you. Let me help you out, my friend. I come live every single Monday at six thirty p.m. Central Standard Time to help you, other small business owners, specifically stylists, because that's who's in the group. And I'm a hairstylist myself for 26 years. I want to help you grow your business and have less overwhelm and have more I an mean, effective and efficient strategy on things you need to get done in your business, and specifically how you're showing up online. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, Cherie, let me know when you're here live. So let's just start talking about a few of these strategies uh, before she gets on here live, Cherie. So she says, I need help with pricing. Let's just talk about pricing. One general rule of thumb, and I have uh, programs where I coach other stylists. So this is something I've set up, said often or taught often or helped encourage them to think about this strategy is I would not go around comparing your prices to the salon owner down the street or the booth renter down the hallway. And this is the reason. I'm assuming you're an A++ stylist. I'm assuming that you're overly professional with your clients. You're very communicative. You're a really good artist. You know what you're doing. So if you're an A++ stylist on professionalism and knowledge and communication and you're comparing your prices to someone else who's maybe like a C-plus stylist, she's not as talented or professional or not as knowledgeable as you, then why would you compare your amazingness to someone who's just not that good. So I've had that in my own experience. My prices are, I say I'm expensive, but worth it.com. They're higher, but I wouldn't compare myself to another stylist who's charging a lot less money. Maybe she doesn't show up looking professional. Maybe she doesn't have an online presence. Maybe she's just not the professional, knowledgeable stylist that I might be. I don't really care what she charges, but I definitely don't want you going around comparing your services to someone else. So I feel like you just have to get that off the table first. That's just a general rule of thumb pricing. So I like to look at pricing as what do you want to make per hour, then how long does that take you to do that service, let's say. So let's say you want to make $100 an hour. So if you know you're going to be doing a color and cut on a client, it's going to take you three hours. You want to charge accordingly. So you're making $300. So let's say your haircuts are 100 and your color services is 200. I don't really look at it as a service itself. I look at it as the time it takes me. But you also want to be look at it, as the service itself, it can't just be random. You have to have a consistency because you're going to have one client coming in for an ombre color and she's going to send her friend and then her friend is going to send her coworker and her coworker is going to send her mom. So that's the thing. You want to make sure that you think about a big picture. So don't go comparing yourself to others, specifically if you're an A stylist. And look at how much you want to make per hour and then charge accordingly. This is the thing. This is the third thing I'll say about pricing. I teach inside my paid program. It's called Glam Harris Academy. I teach to my students because they always ask me about pricing and service ch- charges. When should they charge more? When, the, when should they up their prices? How should they tell their clients? I always, this is my rule of thumb, raise your prices aggressively and often. So that's kind of general. But when I coach my students, and since I'm talking about pricing right now with all of you, Think about it like this, this is what I suggest. Let's say you offer four different services. You do extension installation, you offer color cut and keratin treatments. Raise your haircut prices, let's say once every year, but every quarter raise a different service, a different, higher price. So let's say a client gets haircuts. And that's all she gets from you. She's only going to be affected when you raise your haircut prices. She's not going to be affected when you raise your character prices or your extension installation prices. So raise your prices aggressive and often. And don't go up a little bit. I can't even say 5 or 10 or 20 or even percentages. But it depends on what you charge. It depends what the cost of living is. It depends how long you've been a stylist for. It depends how long it takes you to do. So I can't really say something so general with that. But what my, my what I would recommend is chart the rule of thumb is aggressively and Often, my friend, if you are talented, if you are professional, if you're showing up online, you have an online presence, and your clients are following you on, let's say, your Facebook account, your Instagram account, or whatnot, they know how valuable you are. So, I want you to charge more. Typically, when someone's asking me about pricing, they are not charging enough. Typically, when someone's asking me about pricing, they're comparing themselves to other people. Typically when people ask me about pricing, they raise their prices across the board on all their services. So every client gets affected by all of the services. So I feel like it's a way to for us to make more money to raise just your keratin treatments, let's say uh, once every couple years. But in between then, you're raising your women's cuts. And then in between them, you're raising your all-over color touch-ups. And in between them, you're raising your extension installation uh, appointments. So I want you to look at it pricing like that. So speaking of online presence, that's the second thing we're going to talk about today. Oh, I got a little sidekick right here. So let's just talk about online presence. So many stylists come to me and they say, I need a online presence. I need help with my online presence. This is the thing. This is how I want you to look at your account. I want you to pick one account that you're comfortable showing up on, one, or two, you know your clients are following you on. So, for example, I love Instagram. It's my favorite social media platform. I create Reels every day, all day, and twice on Sunday. So, go check out my Instagram account. You can just go under Glam Harris. Uh, You can see I'm always active on there. That's my favorite account. That's what I post on first. Then I move that content over to Facebook and I move it around. I'm on 13 different platforms and I show up daily, six to seven days a week. I take a couple days off per month, but I you can. Instagram is my favorite account, but my ideal client is not on Instagram, they're on Facebook. But Instagram is my favorite type of, if, I, if all the social platforms were taken away and they said you can only keep one, I would keep Instagram. So. Just pick one platform you're going to show up on, whether it's, again, the clients, you know your clients are following you on that account or you just really love that platform or you're just maybe only on one platform, just use that one, whether it's TikTok or LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. So you're going to create a posting schedule. You're going to say, okay, you're going to say to yourself, I can commit to two days a week on one platform. That's all you're going to start with. And you're going to say, I'm going to start it by next week. So by next week, twice a week on one platform indefinitely, you're going to need to have some content to post. So that's the first thing. Pick a platform, pick the amount of days per week, be slightly aggressive, but be realistic at the same time. If you know one day a week would be easy to post, put two out there and it's okay. No one's going to like, you're not going to, nothing bad's going to happen if you don't do this. We're just trying to say, I'm trying to teach you how to be committed to yourself when it comes to sh- when it comes to showing up on social media. Social media is the long game, my friend. You're not gonna put two posts up and get 14 clients or make $1,000. So you just have to be showing up consistently. And that goes to my second point. You wanna make sure your clients are following you on that platform. So let's say you're like, okay, I know I have a handful of clients on Facebook. I'm gonna show up twice a week. It's gonna start next week. So this week, you're gonna create some content. I'll talk about that in a minute. Secondly, you're gonna make sure when your clients are in your chair, you're like, hey, Stephanie, Can I take a few before and after pictures? Yes, great. Do you mind if I tag you? Amazing. Make sure they're following you on social media while they're in your chair, while you're taking the pictures. Make yourself a note so you don't forget to ask them if you could take pictures. Or ask them in advance. It helps you hold yourself accountable. So you're going to pick the platform. You're going to pick the days a week. And then you're going to make sure on that platform, these clients are following you. This will take some time to get the flow and the cadence. Okay, so there's that. Now we're going to talk about what we're going to post on social. Let's just pick, I'm going to give you a couple of topics here. Pick two of these topics. If you're going to be posting once a week, or sorry, twice a week on, on one platform, you could talk about behind the scenes. I'm going to break these down. You could talk about a before and after of a hairstyle that you did. You could talk about how you organize your day. You could talk about what you do on your day off to prep for your work day. You could talk about, because we're in the beauty industry, how you do your hair like like with curls or top knot or whatnot. So let's just talk about behind the scenes for a minute. What do you do in between appointments? One client leaves, you're you're waiting for your next client to come in. What do you do? Could you take a picture of your station? Could you talk about how you try to sneak in lunch in there? Can you talk about how you're posting something on social? Can you talk about how you're looking at the text messages you're following up with all the clients in between that are reaching out? Like what are you doing in between appointments? That's something that's like behind the scenes. Another thing is I created a TikTok tutorial on this. So if you want the TikTok tutorial, let me know in the comments below on a beauty supply store run. I went in the beauty supply store, I did a quick little video, put all the products, all the st- color things I purchased, laid them out, did a video, and I just shared like, what are the things that I get, products I'm selling, Developer, color, different things that help me run my business. That's a behind the scenes. People love that that stuff, especially our clients who aren't in the beauty world. It might seem kind of boring or simple to us because we're in the industry. We are the professionals, but believe me, they'll find it interesting. They'll look at you as more of the authority as the stylist that you are. We know you're amazing. They're coming to you. So now let's get them coming back for more. One, because you're showing up on social. Two, let's get them knowing learning things about you that you wouldn't necessarily share while they're in your chair. You're not going to talk about going to the beauty supply store and all the different things you want there to them while they're in your chair, but that would be a really cool post about a behind the scenes. So now let's talk about before and after. Okay, that's pretty self-explanatory. Here's my before picture. Here's my after picture, and this is what we did with her hair. But talk about it a little bit more. What goes on in your brain to create that? Why did you create a cool red on her instead of a warm red? Why did you decide to take her from a chocolate brown to an espresso brown? Why did you talk her into cutting off all of her hair? Talk a little bit more about than other than before and after. I love Susie's makeover. What goes on in your brain as the professional when you're sharing a before and after picture? So that's another thing. So what, why else would you talk about what you do on your day off as it relates to your business? Maybe it's how you organize your day on Mondays because you're not taking clients on Mondays. Maybe you're getting in a new accountant and you're going to talk about that. Maybe you're looking to hire a chair renter to help you pay the rent for your, in, your, in, your, in your salon suite. So what are things you could talk about? Or it might, might just be, I took the day off to go to the beach. I love it. Working for myself and I love that I, can t- I took the whole day off yesterday. So I want you to think about that. So let's backtrack a little bit. One, we're going to pick a platform, just one. You're going to pick amount of days per week you can show up. Pick at least one day a week. You're going to start jotting some down, some ideas of things you could create content about, and/or creating videos and pictures about it. Then let's say next week you're actually going to start the posting, and you're going to showcase things that go on in your brain uh, behind the scenes when you're creating a look. So let people know. Pull back the curtain of what goes on in your brain. Why, would, would I, why am I suggesting to do all this? What, this sounds like a lot of work, probably. This might sound overwhelming. This is the thing, my friend. It's for a couple of reasons. You want to make sure you're staying top of mind when your, when your client is not in your chair. I can tell you just last week this happened. I created a post about a styling product. My client reached out to me before I went, before I did her hair. Uh, a couple of days later, and said, Oh, I need that styling product. I know she's following me on social. I know she saw the post because I put it on my Instagram account, then I put it on my Facebook account a couple days later. So, this reminds them of the other services and products that you offer and sell that they're either not getting or they need, or it reminds them to make an appointment, or refer their friend, you know, comment in the comments. So, you used to stay top of mind to them. And then it's so much easier to upsell that product or service when they're actually in your chair because you've been talking about it on Facebook. Twice a month for the last couple months. That kind of thing. So, and also, when you have downtime, my friends, do not waste time at the salon chatting up with your friends or poking around. Be efficient with your time. I also was teaching this inside my monthly membership. I invite my students to come in my monthly membership, and I do group coaching. This is after they go through my academy if they want continued continue learning. And I was coaching one of my students. She couldn't find time to create a post. And she's like, actually, in between clients, I play this game on my phone. I'm like, why don't, while you have your work hat on, she's a mama, she's going to have her fourth baby. Instead of doing these posts when you're at home and your kids are going to school or they're there or whatnot, when your work hat is on, Instead of playing the games on your phone in between appointments or your client's processing, you have five or ten minutes, create a post. Go on your Insta stories. Talk about what you're doing. Create a reel. Go find your ideal client. Go connect with your clients that already come to you. Go on their accounts. Start leaving notes, comments in in their posts or liking. Start engaging on their accounts. So that's what I want you to do. When you have your work hat on, have your work hat on. Stay focused and stay efficient. When you go home and with your family, you're relaxing, doing your own thing, let that be. Unless, of course, you can't get it done while you're at work and you have no downtime. So this is how I wanted to help out Cherie. That's okay that she didn't show up live. I had a lot of cool things to share with her. So this is how we are going to look at our pricing strategy. This is how we're going to look at our posting online strategy. If you'd like to be featured on my Ask Me Anything show, let me know. Send me a private message. Send me a DM. Comment below. I would be happy to host you. And thank you so much for watching. And I will see you next time, friends. I'm signing off. Bye.